First one, to welcome everyone here tonight and to assure you of our continued prayers for all of you. These are difficult times. And one of the best things that we can do, I think, as Christians, is gather together united in prayer. Because no matter when death comes, it's never the right time. But you always have a family here at St. Joe's to help you and to pray with you. And we have a beautiful feast today. We're, we're celebrating because it's so late on a Saturday evening. We're celebrating the vigil of Sunday. Um, so good news, this counts for Sunday. Uh, but it is also the feast today of all souls, uh, in which we remember all those who have passed. And the feast, I think, compels us to answer a question. And that question is, what happens after this life? It's not a question that's asked very often, I think, in the mixed-up world that we live in, but it's a certain fact. There is nobody in this church or in this world who is not going to pass from this life. We will all experience it. And I think that we all want to believe in heaven, partially because we like the idea of seeing our loved ones again, and partially the idea because there's a desire deep within every human heart that longs for this perfect love, this perfect happiness. There's no suffering, no pain, as the liturgy says, where every tear is wiped away. And we have it in us. You know, oftentimes you hear at funerals, this never should have happened. You know, what does that mean? Because according to us as human beings, it should have happened. It's going to happen to all of us. But we have this thing inside of us that says that death isn't the right thing. There's something terribly wrong about it. And we know it. And we desire this perfection. But here's the thing. In order for there to be perfect happiness, perfect justice, there has to be perfect order. There must be perfect order for any other perfection to happen. And here's where we run into a little bit of a problem. Because we have inside of us this idea of perfect justice, perfect love, perfect order. But then you and I are pretty far from living it if we look at our own lives. And I, actually that's why there's so many problems I think in the world, period, is because all of us fall so short of living this perfection we so ardently desire. None of us will get it perfectly right in this life. Some will get closer than others. So in some way, we will all need to be perfected in the next life. And in order to be perfect in anything, there must be purification. I'll say that again. In order to be perfect in anything, there must be purification. This principle runs up and down the centuries, and I would say it's not just a nice saying. It's a law. It's a fact of humanity. To give you a few examples, the perfect body demands a lot of purification. Working out, eating right, getting the right sleep. And we don't like it. We don't like it. Or how about sports? There's a reason athletes call the first week of practice after the summer Hell Week. 
Because there's a lot of purification that goes on. They've been eating Doritos and playing video games all summer. And now that has to be burned out of them. Has to be purified. So too, the perfect soul has to go through a degree of purification as well. And the purification that needs to happen in any life, any soul, is when we choose our way over God's way. I saw this documentary uh, recently. It was, this, it was about monkeys. I don't normally watch documentaries about monkeys, but it was on, and it was kind of fascinating. And there was this one monkey, and there was this big jar, and it had a very small opening at the top, and it was filled with dates. And these monkeys, like, dates are like Doritos for me, you know, for these monkeys. And he reached in, and he would grab the date, but he couldn't get his hand out because his fist made it too big to pull out. And I started to look at this and I thought, that's us. That's us. Like, we, we would, the monkey would rather not eat than actually let go of the date. It wants it so badly that it would rather suffer than just let go. And I think in our own lives, there's places where we need to let go And you know, it's not that, you know, people die with sin and and that needs to be purified. Confession takes care of that. We know that. The confession takes care of the sin. But what it doesn't take care of is the effects of sin. And what do I mean by that? I'm going to use Zacchaeus from our gospel today. Zacchaeus was a greedy man. We know that. He was a tax collector. And he wasn't just any tax collector. He was what they called the chief tax collector. So all tax collectors were hated. This guy was despised. Why? Because tax collectors worked with the Romans and they also cheated their Jewish brothers and sisters out of their money. They were ridiculously rich. And so we know Zacchaeus is wealthy, but he doesn't, there's something inside of him and he just, it all changes. Whatever that is, that's a conversion for any one of us. And so Zacchaeus, standing before everybody, says, I'm done with this life. I'm giving away half of what I own. And anybody that I cheated, I will pay back four times over. Now, is Zacchaeus free of the sin of greed? Yes. Is he free of the effects of the sin of greed? No. Because for years, he has been a greedy person. How I wish, and how I bet you wish... When you went to the confessional and confessed your sins, you had no desire to ever do them again. But we do. And that's what we call the effects of sin. And as I said, some people get closer to perfection than others. But all of us, all of us will need to be purified of those effects. And that's why we're here tonight. Before any of us can enter into heaven, we must be purified of all that is not of God. And our loved ones, as much as us, need it. And so tonight, the one thing we do together is pray. We pray for them. We assist them with our prayers, our sacrifices, so that they may be purified and become saints. And then through their sanctity... Help us.
tonight as we remember our loved ones. Let us pray for them so that they may be welcomed into the gates of paradise.